No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David attempts to move the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem, but stops when Uzzah touches the Ark and dies. It is possible to do the right thing in the wrong way. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Chronicles chapter 13 on Simply the Bible. God had given David the nation of Israel to rule and the city of Jerusalem as his capital. God had given him an army of many mighty men of valor who were loyal to him. Now David wanted to do something to unite the nation under the spiritual covering of the Lord. Jerusalem was the capital of the nation, but the Ark of the Covenant was nine miles north in Kirjath-Jerim. The Ark was a gold-covered box that contained the Ten Commandments on two stone tablets. The lid was solid hammered gold with two cherubim on top, bent over as though to look into the box. It was between these golden cherubim that God dwelt among the people. David wanted the ark to be in Jerusalem so that the Lord could be at the heart of the nation. And clearly that would benefit any nation to have God at the heart of it. Now, 70 years earlier, the Israelites brought the ark with them into battle against the Philistines thinking that it would give them victory. Instead, the Philistines captured it. And while it was in their possession, God sent a plague of rats and tumors against the Philistines. So they decided to send it back to Israel on a cart pulled by two milk cows. The cows took it to Beth Shemesh, and the ark eventually arrived in Kirjath-Jerim in the house of Abinadab. David built a tent for the ark on Mount Zion in Jerusalem in preparation to bring it there. We continue today in 1 Chronicles chapter 13. Then David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David said to all the assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you and if it is of the Lord our God, let us send out to our brethren everywhere who are left in all the land of Israel, and with them to the priests and Levites, who are in their cities and their common lands, that they may gather together to us, and let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we have not inquired at it since the days of Saul. Then all the assembly said that they would do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people." David wanted to do something to unite the people. And what better way than to consult with the army captains and leaders of the people, seeking their input and getting them on board with his plan. David told them, If it seems good to you, and if it is of the Lord our God, then let us call together all the people of the land with the priests and the Levites, and let's bring the ark of God back to us. Everybody thought it was a great idea. There was only one problem. David inquired of the people, but he didn't inquire of the Lord. While he was running from Saul, he inquired of God. After Saul died and he thought 
to move to Hebron, he inquired of God. But this time, David didn't ask God. He probably did what so many of us do when we think something is a no-brainer. He just went ahead with the idea, assuming that it was God's will. Something can be right in the eyes of others. It may even seem right to us, and yet it not be pleasing to God. And if it isn't pleasing to God, then it won't be blessed. So David gathered all Israel together from Shihar in Egypt to as far as the entrance of Hamath to bring the ark of God from Kirjath-Jerim. And David and all Israel went up to Bala, to Kirjath-Jerim, which belonged to Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, the Lord, who dwells between the cherubim, where his name is proclaimed. So they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadab, and Uzzah and Ahio drove the cart. Then David and all Israel played music before God with all their might, with singing on harps, on stringed instruments, on tambourines, on cymbals, and with trumpets. Now, it is possible to do the right thing in a wrong way. The problem wasn't in bringing the ark to Jerusalem. The problem was how David was going about it. God had made it clear in the law that the ark was to be carried by the Levites, specifically the family of Kohath. There were rings on the ark and long wooden poles covered with gold just for this purpose. In bringing the ark to Jerusalem, David followed the example of the Philistines and put the ark on a cart rather than following the word of God. He copied the world rather than doing it God's way. The church has often been guilty of doing the same thing. We imitate the world's methods. Some churches do surveys, study demographics, and design programs and media that they think will appeal to the unchurched public. But is it God's method or is it man's method? We must not adopt the world's methods to do the work of the kingdom. God is fully able to take care of his church and add to her numbers if we are being faithful to do it God's way. Now, if in doubt and it's not clearly specified in the scripture, then we should ask the Lord and go ahead and go forward where we believe that he's leading us, provided it's not against the word. But where God has clearly given to us in the scripture the methodology, we need to follow that. Are we trusting in the Lord with all our heart or are we leaning on our own understanding? The ark had been at the house of Abinadab and his sons Uzzah and Ahio drove the ark. But there is no evidence that these were Levites and qualified to even transport the ark. Meanwhile, David and all Israel played music and worshipped the Lord with all their might. This must have been a spectacular and joyous event, but no one could have anticipated what would happen next. And when they came to Chidon's threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah, and he struck him because he put his hand to the ark, and he died there before God. 
And David became angry because of the Lord's outbreak against Uzzah. Therefore, that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of God that day, saying, How can I bring the ark of God to me? Now, when the oxen stumbled, perhaps the ark started to move. We can understand the natural reaction of Uzzah to reach his hand out to hold the ark. But it was an act of presumption. For the law said that even the sons of Kohath, the Levites, were never to touch the ark lest they die. At the beginning of new moves of God throughout biblical history, God has sometimes manifested his power in judgment to remind people that neither he nor his commandments have changed. At the dedication of the tabernacle, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, offered unauthorized fire before the Lord and were struck down. In the early church, when people were selling property and bringing the proceeds to the church, Ananias and Sapphira sold a piece of property and then lied to the Holy Spirit and to the church about how much they received for it. Then they were struck down. And here Uzzah touched the ark in disobedience of the commandment of God, and he was struck down. We must never forget that God is holy. After Nadab and Abihu were struck down, Moses told his brother Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. And before all the people, I must be glorified. Now, I am so glad we live in the age of grace because of the blood of Jesus Christ. But even in this age of grace, we must watch ourselves lest our familiarity with God and confidence that we have to go before him should deceive us into overconfidence and irreverence. In 1 Peter 1.15, we are told, But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. In our foolishness, we may pass off some sins as being no big deal, but that is a very dangerous pastime. Now David was angry when God struck down Uzzah because he was responsible for the events that day. He called the place Perez Uzzah, which means outburst against Uzzah. But was David justified in his anger? We see this today. People pay no attention to God's commandments. And then when things go wrong, who do they blame? They get mad at God. But if they have lived their lives disobeying God, then what does God owe them? At first, David was angry, but then his anger morphed into fear as he realized that God was holier and more severe than he thought. Up until this point, David did not have a deep respect for the ark of God and the commandments of God concerning it. But now he realized just how serious God was. And just because he was king didn't mean he was above the law. Oh, that God would help us all to have a greater reverence, a greater respect, a greater fear of God. He is the awesome, righteous creator of the universe who dwells in heaven surrounded by cherubim 
who night and day proclaim, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. Now, thank God, Jesus has brought us into this beautiful relationship where God is our Heavenly Father, but we must take to heart His commandments. Remember the words of Jesus in John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So David would not move the ark with him into the city of David, but took it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. Now, the Ark of the Covenant was dangerous. It had brought plagues to the Philistines, and Uzzah just died when he touched it. Would you want to keep it at your house? But Obed-Edom took it into his house for the next three months. And during this time, God blessed everything belonging to Obed-Edom. You see, the person who makes room for God and gives him the seat of honor in his life, the one who enthrones the Lord in his heart, will always receive God's blessing. No doubt, as David saw Obed-Edom being blessed, it gave him courage that he could bring the ark to himself. And this he would do, but he would have to change his method. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where the Philistines seek to harm David and then attack Israel. David's first response is to inquire of the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Chronicles on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible